Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hi, this is Karen Brown. Thanks for checking out the Mississippi Edition podcast. If you like what you hear, click subscribe, hit like, or leave us a comment if your app has that feature. Then find other MPB podcasts by searching MPB Think Radio on your favorite podcasting platform. Thanks. Good morning. It's 830 on Friday, November 1st. I'm Karen Brown, and this is Mississippi Edition on MPB Think Radio. On today's show, candidates gather to see and be seen at one of the state's biggest political events. We'll tell you about it. Then, as our candidate interview series continues, hear from the people running for attorney general and state treasurer. That's all coming up. This is Mississippi Edition on MPB Think Radio. Major party candidates running for Mississippi governor are making their final pitches for votes before Tuesday's election. MPB's Kobe Vance reports. Democratic Attorney General Jim Hood and Republican Lieutenant Governor Tate Reeves spoke at the Mississippi Economic Council's Hobnob event in Jackson. Attorney General Hood outlined his top priorities to business leaders who gathered from around the state in the Mississippi Coliseum. Three major things I want to do, roads, health care, and education. People that are getting out of these little party labels and actually voting for what's best for Mississippi. And I think this change in this election will be a cornerstone election for us. Republican Tate Reeves told the crowd that he has a plan for a better Mississippi. We will make Mississippi an even better place to invest capital. We'll make Mississippi an even better place to create jobs. We'll make Mississippi an even better place to raise a family. The two candidates differ on how to bring jobs into the state. Expanding health care would create 10,000 jobs. It would inject a billion dollars into our economy. In our state, we can make these cornerstone changes so our children can stay here and we can grow the jobs that we need. As you know, I don't believe that government creates jobs. I believe that government creates an environment which encourages those of you in the private sector to invest capital and create jobs. While the speeches were mostly about policy, Reeves gives his prediction on if Hood wins. Everyone in here that pays income taxes, your taxes are going to go up. Because when my opponent talks about you evil corporations, he completely ignores the hundreds of thousands of Mississippians who have good-paying jobs that are providing for their families. Hood calls out Reeves for his acceptance of campaign funds from out-of-state businesses. What we need to do is just go back into the swamp that Tate Reeves has created with all the contracts and the giveaways that he's done in exchange for campaign contributions. Well, guess, you know, the House passed a bill to let the hospitals compete with them, and it got over to the Senate, and it never got a hearing. You know why? Because one of those companies then gave Tate Reeves $262,000. Fifteen candidates seeking statewide office spoke to the business leaders at this annual event. Kobe Vance, MPB News. 
In our ongoing series of campaign interviews, we're hearing next from Jennifer Riley Collins. She's the Democratic candidate for Attorney General. Collins was head of the Mississippi ACLU until she began her campaign. She also had a lengthy career in the U.S. military. She talks with us about her qualifications and why she's running for the office. Because I care for people. Uh, I think people need to be prioritized in the state of Mississippi. I am a proven protector of people. They are why I am running to be Mississippi's next attorney general. Talk about some of your um, major contributions or your major litigation. I have overseen the American Civil Liberties Union and as the executive director and the senior legal officer at the uh, ACLU, we brought litigation protecting members of our LGBT community. Uh, When 1523 was filed, we have handled litigation and advocacy on behalf of people who have a right to vote, to have their voice be heard, First Amendment right. We have made sure that law enforcement officers make sure that they are evenly applying the law and not targeting communities. Um, The Madison County case that was recently settled by the ACLU was brought under my watch. However this race ends, it'll be the first time that Mississippi will have a female attorney general. Is that significant to you? Does it mean something different for the people of Mississippi? Yes, it means something different, particularly given the fact that um, when I am elected, I will be not only the first woman to hold the attorney general's position, but I'll be the first African-American to hold a statewide position in 149 years. That means that Mississippi is opened for business. Uh, We will no longer be Mississippi a closed society, borrowing a phrase from Professor James Silver, who wrote the book, Mississippi the Closed Society. But because um, when women sit at the table, particularly women of color, we bring everyone's issues to the table, it means everyone's issues, their voices, their concerns will um, be at the decision-making table. In this state, the African-American vote is marginalized in this state. So the African-American vote has been suppressed in this state, and I think uh, suppressed and oppressed. So we know historically Mississippi has been ground zero for making for efforts to suppress the vote. Uh, the constitutional provision that is before the court today is one such of those matters. We also know, however, that when you oppress people, then people disengage. They've thrown up their hands. And what I want the voters of Mississippi to understand, the African-American voters particularly, is to know that hope is on the ballot, and her name is Jennifer Riley Collins. When I decided to run for this office, I decided to run to make sure that all Mississippians are protected. How are you encouraging the African-American vote? Letting people know that I have lived experiences as well as uh, as a lawyer, as a litigator. But I also have lived experiences as an African-American single mom raising three sons in Mississippi. And so they, uh, as I posted on Facebook this morning, are my credentials. Um, because I, I, having done that, I know the issues that are impacting everyday, ordinary Mississippians. And when, they, when people hear that and they realize that the baby, the seventh child of a maid and a truck driver, grew up, to become Fulbert Colonel Collins, grew up to become an, a civil rights attorney. They know that, that with, with that came some challenges, but also with that came what is truly the American dream. I am the American dream. The Democrats have maintained control of the AG's office amid a sea of Republicans and other offices. How important is it? for a Democrat to stay in that role? How important to the Democratic Party? It is critically important that 
we maintain this seat, but also that we get other seats. Uh, the reality is, in the state of Mississippi, we continue to be at the bottom of bad list. We are at the bottom of issues when it comes to education. We're at the bottom when it comes to issues of health care, um, at the bottom of so many other issues. Um, I would say that, I, I don't know, I think it may have been Sigmund Freud that said the definition of insanity is doing the same thing, expecting a different result. So it's critically important that we put Democrats in the seat to make sure that people are prioritized. What kind of changes would you like to see in that office? So it's not necessarily changes, building upon a great foundation that has already been laid. Um, I would uh, like to continue, of course, making sure that vulnerable Mississippians are protected protected. Uh, General Hood uh, and his predecessor, General Mike, Mike Moore, both laid great foundations when it comes to consumer protection. They laid, uh, particularly General Hood, laid a great foundation when it came to making sure that our children were protected against cyber predators. And so, I, of course, I want to build on that. But I also want to expand out a little bit and make sure that hardworking Mississippians are taken, advantage, are, are taken care of because they seem to be taken advantage of and left out of the conversation. Um, uh, one of the things that I would look to do is to establish uh, within the AG's office a um, labor division that makes sure not only do employers know what their responsibilities are, but that workers know what their rights are as well. What do you wish more people knew about Jennifer Riley Collins? I have been a, uh, a career public servant. Uh, serving 32 years in the United States Army as an intelligence officer, being a civil rights attorney has never been about being self-promoting. And in this political arena, you need people to know your name. So what I want people to know is that a proven protector is in this race and in this race to go to work for them. Uh, so know my name, Jennifer Riley Collins, and vote for me on November 5th. Any final thoughts for our listeners? Um, again, Jennifer Riley Collins, proven protector for all Mississippians. Jennifer Riley Collins, Democratic candidate for attorney general. Thank you for coming in. You're very welcome. Thank you for having me. Republican candidate Lynn Fitch is the current state treasurer. We were not able to work out an interview time with Fitch, but at yesterday's Hobnob event, she talked about why she wants to be the next attorney general of Mississippi. Truly, I have the experience. I have 34 years of legal practice, and I started my career at the attorney general as a special assistant attorney general. So I'm ready to go, and I'm prepared because I've had the very good opportunity to serve and lead complex state agencies to work with private practice uh, members, uh, private practice lawyers across the state. I've been in private practice. I've had the opportunity to serve as counsel to the legislature. So I have the intersection of law and policy and finance and administration. That makes me ready to go day one serving as your attorney general. Now we've got some things we've got to do together. There's no question about it. But as your Attorney General, you can expect and know that you can count on me to always continue to champion and support our law enforcement. We all should be supporting our law enforcement every day, our first responders. We couldn't live and do what we do if we didn't have great law enforcement. Certainly, I'm going to be very strong and smart and diligent about crime. I'm going to prosecute those that take advantage and they perpetrate fraud and abuse across our Mississippians. So you can count on me to prosecute. You can also count on me to protect. Protect our most vulnerable, our children, our elderly, our mental health patients, our crime victims, and certainly our, our, our military, our veterans. Know that I will always protect our Second Amendment rights. Always. 
as I will always protect and uphold our Mississippi values, our Mississippi values. When those people want to come in and impose their values from outside, know that you can count on me to protect our Mississippi values. That is my job as your attorney general. State Treasurer Lynn Fitch is the Republican candidate for attorney general. She faces Democratic candidate Jennifer Riley Collins on Tuesday's ballot. Coming up, we'll hear from the candidates for state treasurer. And for more on the election, tune in to MPB's At Issue as they continue looking at the election from a public education perspective. That's tonight at 730 on MPB TV. This is Mississippi Edition on MPB Think Radio. This is Mississippi Edition on MPB Think Radio. I'm Karen Brown. David McRae shares his well-known name with the former McRae's department store. The Mississippi-based company spent nearly 100 years in operation before being sold in the mid-90s. McRae invokes the company's name, reputation, and even its logo in his bid for state treasurer. The Republican nominee talks with us about seeking what would be his first public office. I'm David McRae. I am uh, the Republican nominee for state treasurer, and uh, I'm a private businessman. I uh, run a, a managing partner of McRae Investments. I'm from the McRae de- a department store family, uh, a, f- a business that we started in 1902 and uh, sold in the mid-90s, but we stayed in Mississippi. And from there, we created a foundation, which we have uh, given out uh, money to various uh, charities throughout the state, uh, education, health care, uh, housing, uh, just to help Mississippi. Uh, Mississippi was such a great partner with the McRae family throughout Mississippi uh, and where we expanded uh, the, the stores and everything, we always felt a need to give back to Mississippi. So I decided to get into politics. I decided to run for state treasurer thinking that since with my investment background, the state treasurer's office would be the perfect fit for me. This is the second time you've run for treasurer. Yes, ma'am, it is. The second public office? Have you ever run for another public office? No, I haven't. So straight to a statewide office. Why not uh, start with the city council or the legislature? Well, I think the state treasurer's office matches what I do on an everyday basis. Uh, the state treasurer's office, as we see on a uh, on a public level on television and whatnot, you see it with unclaimed property and college savings. But behind all that, on the side we don't see, is that the state treasurer's office is the Bank of Mississippi. It is the investment wing of the state. It handles our bonds, handles our investments, handles uh, college um, investing for college savings and other things of that nature. And with my background in the investment world and with McRae Investments, which, again, I'm the managing partner of uh, – it just seemed like a natural fit to go for this office. On your website, it says outsider, conservative, businessman. What do you mean by outsider? Well, because I'm not a, I'm not, I don't hold public office. I am a private citizen. I'm, again, I keep saying it over and over. I, I'm, I'm manager partner of our investment firm. I, I don't have, I'm not beholden to anybody as well. So that's what I mean by outsider. And I think that's a good thing. I think the people of Mississippi, that has really resonated with them. As I've traveled the state and I've gone so many places around the state and met so many great people, um, they have enjoyed that outsider mentality. It allows someone to think outside the box, to come up with new creative solutions to problems that we have in Mississippi. What would you like to change about the treasurer's office? Well, I, I want to make it more efficient. Uh, I think, you know, with technology today, you can make financial institutions like the treasurer's office more efficient, easier to handle business. 
Uh, I also want to look at our investments from the top down. We have a good national economy. So our investments here in Mississippi need to do well while we have a strong economy. I mean, it may not last forever. So we need to make as much money through our investments and shore up that money and make sure we're our 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 funds are flush with cash. Tell us more about investments. I'm not sure everybody knows the treasurer's office is involved with that. What kinds of investments and what would you like to see change about that? Well, the investments are set by the legislature, so I'm only allowed to do what they allow me to do. So what I mean by that is to make sure the money in uh, like college savings that's saved up for people who go to college, invest in the program and then want to go to college. Well, it's the treasurer's job to put that in a fund and grow that money. So with my investment background, I feel I'm the most qualified person to handle that and to grow that money for the individual so that it's there waiting for them when their child is ready for college. When uh, McRae Department Stores closed or was sold sold to another company or corporation, what happened to that business? You said you're managing partner and that you provide money for charities and that sort of thing. Well, McRae's was sold to a company out of Knoxville, Tennessee named Profits. Uh, that no longer exists anymore. They were bought by Saks Fifth Avenue. From there, we created a, a small family investment firm. That's McRae Investments. That's what I've been managing partner with for the last several years uh, and doing that and also with uh, managing the um, money from the foundation uh, and giving it to people who need it here in Mississippi to better the Mississippians and better uh, people's lives. Investments, as you've said, is your strength and because that's what you do. That's what's important to you for the treasurer's office. What about communication with the Mississippi Mississippians? Traveling the state, they like the idea that I am an outsider. They like the idea that I am somebody they can come to with new with their issues and have different ways to approach them, different mindsets of approaching them coming from the private sector, not being in government before. So I'm not I'm not inside the box. I can think outside the box. And they really find that refreshing and, and, and different. And, uh, but in general, they, they like the approachability that I have. They, they come to me and are, are ready to see what I can do. When you lost the election to Lynn Fitch, did you know that you wanted to run again or did you have to think, you know? No, I took about a month off. And then I decided to uh, run again. I mean, and and start that soon. That soon. I, again, I feel called to this office. I feel that this office is the best that suits my abilities, my my strong suits and and uh, capabilities to help Mississippi advance for the next four years. But yeah, I took about a month off to think about it and rest, recharge the batteries. I, I turned to my wife Katie and said, "I think we're going to do this again." And she said, "Yeah, we're going to do it again." Any final thoughts for our listeners? I want them to come out and vote for me on November 5th. You know, like I said, I, I'm going to handle our investments the best way possible to make sure that they grow with the economy. I'm going to increase transparency, uh, which I think is very much needed in, in government in general, especially state government. So I'm going to publish our investments every day and every quarter. And then I'm going to handle so people can see it if they want to see it. I'm going to watch our bonds because the state treasurer's biggest – one of its biggest functions is sitting on the bond board. So I want to be a good watchdog of the bond to make sure they're being used to the best of their ability. And then coming from the private sector, coming from the McRae department store family and people who are listening, I hope, shopped at McRae's, they had good customer service. So I want to bring customer service to state government, and I'm going to be there every day to handle any issue that arises. And if I can't handle it, my employees will be able to be knowledgeable, educated on the issue, and they're going to be more than happy to help out. 
David McRae is the Republican candidate for state treasurer. Thank you very much for coming in. Well, thank you very much for having me. The Democratic candidate for state treasurer is Addie Lee Green. She did not respond to our request for an interview, but she spoke at yesterday's Hobnob. Green had a long corporate career, which included years of union advocacy. It's experience, she says, that will help her look after the people's money. I want to watch your money like a hawk watching a chicken. I will maintain 529 bonds program and do a development on unclaimed monies, sale tax, along with budgeting for municipalities. I will work to plant a seed for our graduates who graduates in business so that Mississippi could plan a grant program that will allow them to go in business. Addie Lee Green is the Democratic candidate for state treasurer. She faces Republican David McRae in Tuesday's election. Tune in Monday morning as we conclude our election series with the candidates for Secretary of State. We'll talk with Michael Watson, the Republican, and Johnny Dupree, the Democrat. And to catch up on all of our election coverage, subscribe to the Mississippi Edition podcast. Just open your favorite podcasting app and search for Mississippi Edition. Thanks for listening to the Mississippi Edition podcast from MPB News and MPB Think Radio. Don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already. And if your app lets you, leave a comment or review. We really do appreciate it. Remember, you can always get in touch with MPB News on Facebook and Twitter. And fresh episodes of the podcast are posted every weekday morning. I'm Karen Brown. Thanks for listening. This is Mississippi Edition from MPB Think Radio.